Welcome to the Fitness Business Blueprint Podcast. This is your host, Justin Devonshire, and today we're going to talk all about the unsexy truth about running a fitness business and how to overcome shiny object syndrome. So you might notice, by the way, first of all, that <clears throat> my voice, voice is a bit croaky today. My airwaves are a bit blocked. I've got uh, some swollen sinuses. I think it's just some hay fever as uh, the beautiful weather has come back here in Cyprus. And uh, I think it's just clogging up my pores a little bit. So forgive me for the uh, strain on breath today in the words. But this is actually a great point that sums up what we're going to talk about in this episode. And that is the reality of, of success and how a lot of fit pros out there, and myself included at one point, have this really deranged idea of how success really is and how it looks compared to the reality. And the reality is that success boils down to doing a small number of things consistently, daily, frequently, regardless of how you feel regardless of any excuses, regardless of what goes on, you get those things done because you're committed to the outcome. And if you can do that, which most people can't, you're going to inevitably reach the success you want. And like I said, this is a perfect example. I had it scheduled in today that today is the day I'm gonna record a new podcast for you. Now, I could have easily uh, blown it off. I could have said, well, I'm ill. I can barely speak. My throat is swollen. <clears throat> it almost hurts to speak. But that's just not what quitters do, right? That's, or that is what quitters do. It's not what winners do. It's not what winners do. And that is the difference. And I know, and we've all heard this before, this is nothing new because, again, success is nothing new. It's just the basic number of steps you probably are relatively aware of that you just need to do consistently. But so many fit pros then have shiny object syndrome, which is, for those who don't know, it's a condition where you are always looking for new things to do, new problems to fix, and you're chasing shiny objects, which are distractions. They're usually, you know, get rich quick opportunities. Uh, or or irrelevant tactics that you think or you've been conditioned to believe by savvy marketing people are the key to your success. So, you know, you'll hear things like, the key is you've got to run Facebook ads. The key is you have to charge high prices. The key to success is this system or this software or blah, blah, blah. And whenever somebody boils it down to a tactic, you have to know that they're talking absolute bullshit because tactics come and go. We've talked about this on other episodes. Tactics come and go and your success is always, has always, and will always be down to principles that stand the test of time. And I know that because I've built, you know, I use tactics to grow my businesses now that weren't available to me when I first started. I use different tactics in different businesses. For example, when it comes to my consultancy, 
for fitness professionals such as yourself, this podcast is a marketing tactic, right? It's a tactic, it's one tool I use to create content, to build an audience, and to demonstrate value. But I don't use podcasts, and I don't know any successful fitness pros that would use a podcast to grow their own local fitness bootcamp, right? It would be a redundant tactic for a local business, but actually a much more effective tactic for somebody like me who's looking to talk to other business owners all across the world. So that one example shows you how tactics, no matter how good one tactic might be, tactics are never universal. They're never universal. The principle is always universal. The principle behind this tactic is I need to make good content. I need to make content on a format that my my listeners or my audience will enjoy consuming. And I know a lot of you guys like to listen to 20-minute audios in the car and things like that because I do too. I'm a business owner just like you. And the tactic or the, the principle behind it is that the reasoning behind doing this is to demonstrate value, give help for free, build trusting relationships, and eventually then, you know, some listeners may become uh, clients on work with me later in the future. That's the principle. So you do need to deploy that principle in your fitness business of creating content on platforms that your audience respond to with the intent that one day they will want to seek you out for paid services. That's a principle. The tactic of doing a podcast as one tactic is not interchangeable. And this is where shiny object syndrome really starts to to show. You know, you you start to identify what shiny object syndrome is here. So for a lot of fit pros who get caught up in this, they have shiny objects thrown at them from all angles. They have uh, a million six-figure gurus Uh, advertising to them on their Facebook feed every day and they're just told you have to do this to succeed no you have to do this and you're given conflicting advice uh, from many different people some are well-meaning some are simply scam artists and you don't know which way to go and you lose focus then because you don't want to make a wrong move and the worst thing that fit pros do then and I've done this in, in, in situations too when I when I'm listening to like six different voices of people telling me what to do, and then I'm also reading a book by somebody else who tells you do this, and then I see a Facebook advert for somebody that tells me to do that. What the worst thing you can do is, especially if you're investing, if you're paying money to learn from multiple sources, then a terrible thing you'll do is you you might end up, you probably will actually, you've, you've probably done this, you will try to create a Frankenstein recipe. And you'll say, well, I'm gonna do a bit of what mentor A tells me, mixed in with a bit of what mentor B told me, peppered with a little bit of what mentor C told me to do. And you end up, the problem with that is, they've all, each mentor or each source of information has their own specific recipe for success as they define it. And if you you start mixing and matching those then none of it works because you're destroying the original recipe it's like this if if Gordon Ramsay celebrity chef has an amazing recipe for uh, a steak dish 
and then Marco Pierre White, another chef, has a recipe for an amazing chocolate cake, right? That's brilliant, those two recipes. But if you then say, I want to learn from Gordon Ramsay and Marco Pierre White, so I'm going to now blend the steak and the chocolate recipe together, it does not come out tasting very good. Individually, those things taste and, and, and brilliant and get the result, but mixed together, you're not doing yourself any favors. You're actually desecrating the work that each of those individual people have given you. And this is all in a rushed attempt because we don't have patience. When you don't have patience for the long term, where you say, right, I have, okay, I'm presented with three ways of doing something that seem to conflict or be a little bit different. So what you should say is, what I'm going to do is I'm going to try recipe A. I'm going to try what the first person is telling me. Probably the person you've invested in the most money and time to listen to and get help from. And just take what they tell you and do nothing else for 90 days and then look at the results. Track and analyze the results before making a decision. Okay, to, 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 and you'll probably see that it worked well, I'll carry on and make some tweaks. Or, no, this isn't working, it's time to try the next method. And I guarantee 99% of you, if you just took any plan out there, any methodology, and you just implemented it solidly for 90 days as it's described to you, in full, with no distractions and no distortions to the recipe, you will get amazing results. It's the same way how if somebody wants to get in shape, you would tell them that they would be crazy to hire three personal trainers and four nutritionists at the same time. Why? Because everyone's gonna give them a different answer. Now, each of those professionals' answer would probably work for them if it was not mixed or distracted with other things. So, we as personal trainers tell our clients that, no, if you need to get in shape, you don't do you know, slimming club or fat fighters or whatever. No, you just do our program. Or no, you don't do our program and a, a celebrity workout DVD. You just do one because it's all designed together. And you know that if they try and do anything else, they're going to get overwhelmed. They're going to get a Frankenstein recipe. It's not going to work out and they're going to think none of it works. But are you doing the same thing for your business? Ask yourself honestly, self-awareness. Are you doing that exact same thing? Because 90% of fit pros, you definitely are. And I know because I was one of those fit pros doing that at one point. And so you've got to ask yourself that, guys, really. Am I trying to learn from multiple sources? And it goes back to what I talked about in the Truth About Success episode, which was one of our best so far, where that mentality comes when you're consuming multiple free sources of information it's because you're in scarcity mode. It's because you're afraid, it's because you're a victim and you think you need to hoard all the information. You become an information whore and you're just hoarding all this information up. You're sitting on it all because you think the secret is in there somewhere. And if you can just piece it all together, but no, the secret is in every individual piece of information you've got. The secret is in applying it. So, shiny object syndrome, if you're overwhelmed, if you're lost and confused, here's your action plan, okay? Because you do know what to do, the simple things to move forward. Number one, you've got to start, number one, filtering your sources of information. So, number one, 
if you are exposed to a billion adverts on your Facebook feed by gurus, don't comment shitty things to them. Don't send them angry emojis. Just tell Facebook, top, click in the top corner and say, I do not wish to see this advert. It's not relevant to me. Done. Facebook will stop showing it to you. Don't be a drama queen about it. You know. Um, secondly, then, refine down... Uh, same thing, if, you, if you're getting loads of um, experts, gurus on your, new, on your Facebook feed organically posting information and it's, and it's making you distracted and you keep following someone to see, oh, what's that person doing today? Can I copy them? That's a bad sign because you're never going to build your business by copying someone else. And so if you're having that situation, you want to then unfollow all of those people. When you get anyone pops up on your newsfeed and gives you information that sends you in different directions and is not concise and doesn't help you in one direction, then you want to just, you're not going to unfriend them, but you can just unfollow their posts and you won't see their posts anymore, but you'll still be friends. That's the best thing to do. And, 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 and the next thing is just simply choose one mentor. Choose one path forward, one program, one book, one mentor, whatever it is. And just do exactly what that thing tells you to do for the next 90 days. No holes barred, no distractions. The same way if you were going to help a client get through a nutrition plan or a workout plan, you would tell them the same. 12 weeks, nothing else. Follow this. No distractions, no excuses. Do it. Okay? Exactly as it's been outlined. And you know they'll get the results just like you will when you do this. All right? So... With that said, there are only a few basic things, and I would tell you that no matter who you listen to, maybe you choose to listen to me, maybe you choose to listen to somebody else, maybe someone who's in a teaching business outside the fitness industry, that's totally fine, but I'm going to tell you these are the basic, boring, unsexy, unoriginal principles that me and all of those people stick to every single day to be successful, no matter who you get it from, right? And if one of them tells you you don't need to do these principles, then I would probably run a mile. So the first thing is this. You've got to be growing your audience every day, your prospect list. You should know your target audience, know where they hang out, know what platforms they're on, uh, online and offline, and put out content you know, once a day a form of content that talks to that audience, gives them a level of awareness, teaches them a little bit of something and you know about why they're struggling or what they could do instead, and then invites them to move closer to a relationship with you. It doesn't mean hard sell them, it just means give them an invitation for something. Reach out, comment below, talk to us, join our program, go to this website, it could be whatever. But you want to be where the principle is you want to do that every day. Get into that habit of posting something every day. I don't think there's been a day that's gone by since, well, in the last six years or seven to eight years, actually. Probably more like eight years. I've not posted content online every single day. Right? That's number one. The second thing is then you need to be making offers every single day. If your business is going to be open, you need to be making offers. So this means, I'm not saying you have to make sales every day, although that's great if you make a sale, but that's more of the outcome. You can't always control that so much. But what you can control is how many offers you'll present or how many people you will reach out to specifically 
for a sales-based conversation. So you can do that every day. And you simply do that, you can reach out to your prospects, you can, you know, every day you can have, and you can do this individually, by the way, it hasn't always got to be collectively, it hasn't always got to be through an email blast or a Facebook post. It could be an individual message or an individual email. Just pick off at least one to five people from your email list or your Facebook group and or, or, or telephone numbers you have from the past and, and just strike a conversation. Say, hey, you've been on our list for a while, you've been in our group. Uh, have you has has you know have you had a chance to explore any of our programs? See how we can work together. That's all. If they say no, I don't I don't want to. I'm happy with the free content. Great, no problem. Go and ask another person. But if actually most time they'll say oh either like yes I've had a look but I have a couple of questions, or they'll say no I haven't actually had time to look at that yet or nobody's reached out to me surprise surprise to tell me about this. And you go cool, no worries. You know, could uh, would you like to to um, you know me to ask you a couple of questions, find out what you're looking for, and then maybe match you up with a solution if we can help. And they go, yeah, sure, send me some info. Boom, you're in a sales conversation, right? And again, guys, it's not hard to see how doing these little these little processes daily, you're gonna have an influx, a constant influx of sales coming in when you do this. So that's the first thing. That's the first two things, actually. You're putting content to build that audience. So you're gaining followers every day. So every day you're getting a new, you know, at least one person, right? Let's keep it super simple here. You're gaining, you know, one more Instagram follower or one more YouTube subscriber or one more free group member or one new friend on Facebook or one more subscriber to your email list. And if you're doing paid advertising, of course, then you're going to be getting subscribers probably coming in daily if you do it according to the method uh, I teach for pros. So, so you, you're building that audience every day and then you're then also go reaching out to a few of those people and just striking up conversations to move them closer to see if they'd like to explore your paid options. And then you should have at least a handful of engaged potential sales on the cards every single day okay and if you can close one or two of those that's perfect but if not don't worry don't beat yourself up just get into the habit okay we're moving away from outcome goals here same way as your prospects right like you don't tell them they've got to lose a pound of fat every day you say that's an outcome goal you give them a process goal you say well go to the gym you know push something pull something squat something every day and, you know, add five pounds to the weight each week. That's what you tell them. That's a process goal, which means that can be managed and it's in full control of the person, which keeps you a lot more accountable to it. Whereas if you give outcome goals, and if to them, same way as if I give outcome goals to you, where I say, you've got to make 10 sales this week, it's out of your control ultimately, and a lot of things can happen and you'll just, you'll not stick with that. But a process of can I reach out to five people a day with a Facebook message or an email or a text? Yeah. Or, or an Instagram DM? Yeah, you can do that. And there's no excuse not to. The third thing then, we've got leads building. You've got sales building. The third thing is you have to do is you need to do something to maximize client value. Write this down. MCV. Now, in the past, I've talked about lifetime client value. That is the amount of money you make from a client over the lifetime they stay with you, whether that's 
three months on average, six months, or maybe even two years on average. But you need to do something, you need a plan in place to every day be increasing or maximizing the value. Now, clients generally have three forms of three ways we can increase lifetime value. We have retention value, which is making them stay longer. Someone that stays with you six months is worth more than somebody that stays three months. You can increase the uh, the referral value by generating more referrals on average per client you have. So, for example, if right now one in every five clients refers you someone, could you increase that to to two out of five refer someone to you? So you get two referrals for every five clients. And you also have then upsell value, the amount of baseline clients that are sending and paying you more for your elite service. So maybe if you run a boot camp, you could have a semi-private offering. Or on top of that, you could even have maybe a mindset coaching or a nutrition program or supplements or t-shirts and merchandise or loads of other things. And so you want to be maximizing it in some way. And so this means essentially a couple of ways. You can, I mean, increasing retention, that's done through delivering results and experience to your clients. So you need to build a good culture and do something to get them results and build relationships. So what could you, you do every day to build a stronger relationship with your clients? Could you send them a thank you card, reach out and say hi, do something nice for them or whatever? To increase referral value, that could simply be a, a, a means of having a referral incentive once a month, like a bring a friend day or a bring a friend week once a month or giving a special limited time offer to give them some, the client something for every referral they make. Or it could be a referral competition, right? Uh, and the third thing then is the upsell value. That's pretty simple. Same way as you go to the prospects and, and engage in, in a conversation, you do the same thing here to your clients. Reach out to two, three, four clients a week and say, hey, and, and make this honest and make it a prescription. Say, hey guys, I see how you're getting on with this. Um, you know, I can see though, for example, maybe they're not sticking to their nutrition. You could say, I can see, if I think if you stick to your nutrition, you'll get better results. So how about you want to do our, you know, maybe um, accountability nutrition program, which is X amount extra, right? And you can just look at your client's results, see where they're falling down, see where they need more help. And if you're not able to include that in their regular service, that could be an upsell opportunity for you. You know, same thing as maybe they need some supplements. You could offer them supplements additional. So only offer them things they actually need, okay? So that's maximizing client value. And then um, the fourth thing I would do is build connections, build your network, okay? So you want to do this every day as well. This is the fourth thing I'll mention. You know, all the stuff, you you do everything so far, you're going to be kicking ass and taking names, but to really take that to a new level, if you can work through joint venture partnerships or strategic alliances, it's going to help you even more. So every day, I would also be reaching out to at least three local businesses, it could be sports teams, charities, organizations, anyone that, you know, can have access to your target audience. It could be schools, dance clubs, hair salons, whatever. There's, there's literally a hundred, there's probably a hundred places in your area you could connect with. So if you start with just uh, three a day, 
should take you 90 days to even get through that list. Uh, and just reach out every day and go in with a giving hand, which means you reach out to them and ask, you know, you let them know, hey, we, we, we serve similar target audiences. Um, how could I help you? Do you have an offer we can share for you? Do you? Can we like and follow your Instagram? Can we put a shout out online? Can we pass some flyers out? What can we do? Can we come and, uh, you know, give exercise to your team? Can we do a free workshop for you? What can we do for you? And build a relationship that way. And then they'll reciprocate. And then you can simply ask them to promote your services to their employees, clients, whatever it might be. And that's the four steps. Do these daily. And I guarantee you every successful business is doing these things on a consistent basis. They are foundational benchmarks. uh, And they will work for you too. So that's number one. Be putting content out every day boost it or promote it with paid advertising is even better it'll reach more people to build up your audience your subscriber list secondly make offers to that subscriber list thirdly maximize client value and there's a number of things you can do there and then finally reach out to potential JV partners do that my friends that is the set the unsexy boring stuff that you do even if like today I've got a bunged up nose I'm struggling to breathe But this is what I've committed to and I win and I succeed because I know the basics and I turn up and get them done. And that's why they say 90% of success is just turning up. This is now um, expanded on that for you and this is what's going to work for you. All right, so check that out. And if you want to find out more free tools for us or join our free Facebook group for Fit Pros or you want to see about some mentoring, Look below this podcast. You'll see some links to to more uh, tools, some free, some paid. And as always, you can reach out to me. I'll be happy to get to know you and see how I can help. And I'd love to see you at our next free tour event in the UK. You can check justindevonshire.com forward slash free tour for info on that. And I'll speak to you very soon.